previously at the Macarius Avenue. We talked about laws of favor, and I'm reiterating it. Favor is not mystical. Favor is not a miracle. Favor is not mysterious. They are things that you can do according to the word of God that will let you have favor. Can I get a very big amen? amen. And throughout the week, we've been fasting, we've been praying. Most of you have not been here, which is okay. Friday night, I talk about the law of appearance. How to appear, what to do to yourself, how to project yourself on social media, how to project yourself in your dressing, how to talk. All those things will let people be attracted to you. Then yesterday, I talked about the law of protocol. The importance of observing protocol in an atmosphere. The atmosphere, you design the protocol, you observe the protocol, it can give you favor. Can the amen be louder? Yeah. This morning, I'm sharing on the law of others. O-T-H-E-R-S. The law of others. Others. When you think about others, you are ready for favor. And I, I, I want you to get this message this morning. It will save you from a lot of heartbreaks. Yeah. Why is only one person saying amen? Yeah. Hey. And then my Luke chapter 16, very simple scripture. I like simple things. Luke chapter 16, verse 11. If therefore ye have okay, no, I won't read Luke. Let's go to Matthew, Matthew chapter 7, verse 12 first. Matthew 7, 12. Got to get this message this morning to help you. Matthew 7, 12. Therefore, all things whatsoever you would that men do to you. Do you even so unto them? For this is the law and the prophets. Now, most people call this the golden rule. And the golden rule says that do unto others as you want others to do unto you. That is not what Jesus is saying. Jesus is not saying that do unto others as you want those people, particular people to do. He said, therefore, whatsoever you would that others or you, or that you would that men should do to you, you do so to them, for this is the law and the prophets. Now, he said, this is the law and the prophets. He's trying to say that this is the combination of all the Old Testament. From the law to the prophets. Because the Old Testament is divided into two, the law and the prophets. Are you here? Yes, mm. So he's saying that this is all there is. Then Jesus comes back to make us understand. He said, love your neighbor as yourself. Because the Ten Commandments is divided into two. The first five is for God. Hallelujah. The other one is for men. It means that when you love God with all your heart, there are things that you will not do against God. You will not put a graven image and all those stuff. Praise God. Now, if you love your neighbor as yourself, you will not covet your neighbor. You will not do all the other ones that he talks about your neighbor. So he put it into two. But this morning, we are dealing with the others. The importance of thinking about others. So he said that all what you will give me message Bible. My inspiration is coming. 
Message Bible, MSG. Here is a simple rule of thumb guide for behavior. Ask yourself what you want people to do for you, then grab their initiative and do it for them. He didn't say, don't sit there and say, how I want people to do this for me. Then you are waiting for them to come and do it. He said, if you wish that people will buy you cars, put that initiative of starting to buy cars for people. Don't be there and say, how I wish you put someone to just buy me a car. Then you are waiting for the car to come. That's not Bible. The Bible said that what if you want people to be shopping for you, take the initiative and be shopping. There is a prayer we always pray. Sometimes I feel guilty. My, the, my destiny helpers are coming. It's beautiful. But you are also somebody's destiny helper. I call my destiny helper. Anybody that must help me, may they have sleepless nights. You to somebody is praying for you. Because you too, you are somebody's destiny helper. You too, may you not have sleepless nights. This is that you can't say the amen. Because you want somebody not to have sleepless nights because of you. But he said that grab the initiative and do it for them. Add up God's law and prophet. And this is what you get. This is how major breakthroughs come. It is God's law. If you want God to do something for you, and you want men to do things for you, you got to sow into men. And when you do that consistently, you will see that men will also be doing the same for you. It is a rule. You, whatever you put in for others, you will get it back. But the problem of what we have been taught is that when you do something for somebody, you should expect it from the person. If you grow, and as you grow, you will realize that whatever you are doing for somebody, you will end up getting a heartbreak because they will not do it back to you. God is saying that you do it, other people will do it to you, not the same person. Yes, sir. Because if you're expecting that, oh, the, uh, the way I'm helping this person, he's going to come back and help. He may never come back. Your heart will be broken. It's like somebody dating. As long as that is not marriage, and you are expecting the same feedback you are giving. Hey. When there is broken, uh, when the uh, relationship is broken, the one who gets broken hearted the more is the one who invested the more. The person was investing, not doing it so that others would do to him or her, because that one, how can? Because they are investing so that it will end up in marriage, especially for a woman. They give him so much, and now the guy comes back and tells you that I'm marrying another woman. And the lady says, What after you have used me? I will curse you. That curse will never work because you are not authorized by heaven to go to that extent that you went. So heaven will not listen to your prayer. That curse will be useless, it no go work because you should have done it having in mind that what if it doesn't end up into marriage if it doesn't end up into marriage then I will not invest too much is somebody getting me yes. 
If you are getting me, shout a big amen. Every giver gets broken hearted because giving is not easy. Hey, it's easy to receive. Oh? Giving is not easy. Now, some of you can be in church. The ones that do more for church, they are the ones that can get offended easily. Ah, they'll be here. They are sweeping. They are doing this. They are doing that. They are doing this. The man of God comes. Oh, no, no, no. After, after all I'm doing for the church. Uh-huh. You are doing it for the church. You are not doing it unto God. So that is where your oh, you, your heart will be broken. You'll be like, now I'm leaving. I'm going, I'll, I'll, I'll go somewhere else. Because you didn't see that you are supposed to do it unto God. Anytime you are doing something, take your eyes from that man. If you don't take your eyes from that man or that woman, you will end up being brokenhearted. But if you learn to say, God, I'm doing it so that others will do it for me. Glory to God. Somebody said he bought a car for somebody and the guy saw him by the roadside and peeped on him and said, peep, 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 and pass by. He didn't even pick him. He didn't even ask. And his car was broken. And the guy gave him like, bah, 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 bah. And say later, go and say, oh, I, oh, call baby. If he bought the car, not because God told him to do it, he'll be brokenhearted. And that is why sometimes when relationships get broken, the guy will come to the house and take his sewing machine. Mind God. Even the singlet will come and take it. That. You see, somebody said, why did you do that? Because you are not a giver. Givers are the ones who understand. Only givers understand the value of giving. It's like your children. You can so much give into it to your children and invest into them that if you don't take time, you start to tell them what they should do with their life. Are you quiet at me? If you believe what I'm saying, you should clap your hands. I'm thinking, hey, are they accepting it or they are not accepting it? So our children, as we are investing into our children, we should have the mindset that one day they will make their own decision. One day somebody said, his father told him that if you don't go to Presec, I'll invest in you. Because the whole family, everybody went to Presec. Uncles went to Presec. And all of them who went to Presec, all of them are doing well. So the tendency to continue the tradition is high. Why do you want to go to a disco when Presec is there? Not a, I, I'm not. I'm saying it. For example, yes, yes, yes. Uh, oh, he's uh, somebody say, oh, he's busy at this disco. No, it's because of the example I'm giving. Now, when I say something, I have to correct it. You want someone to go, man of God, James, of at disco, at disco, see your school. But for the sake of the message, the <laughs> the people are saying, the father is saying that no, you don't have to. That is why some people will feel that their parents are manipulative. Why? They are not yet parents. They have not yet invested anything. Every parent, the level of investment, the parent that most of it, they don't, they leave you to do anything, they look at them. 
They have not invested much into your life. But your father took you to school, paid your school fee. You say you want PS5, he bought it. You say you want this, you bought it. Extra classes, he paid. This, that, 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 that. He'll tell you, you have to go to Presec. You forgot Presec. And he says, Father, argument. He didn't want to go to Presec. His friends were going to a disco. And he told the boy, Your friends, I'm the one paying your school fees. It's not your friends that are paying your school fees. So you must listen. Why? Sometimes you must discern the heart of people. The young man didn't discern the heart of his father. He's thinking his father is manipulating his life. No, he's not manipulating your life. He is thinking that if my all my brothers did well for going to Presec, all of their children are doing well in life. Why should you stop something that is working? Maybe in our family, when we go to Presec, we do well. But the young man said, no, he'll go to a disco. And that is what brought a fight between him and his father. People don't understand these things. Can the amen be louder? The one who invests the more is the one who gets the broken hearted the more. So you got to look at your investment level and know how much you can give at every giving time. And if I'm doing it, I'm doing it because I want God to let others do it for me. If we understand this thing, your heart will be safe. If you believe we clap for your hands for God. Oh, have I, have I helped somebody this month? Why do you want to take somebody to a boutique and shop for him? Not so that later you can control the person. Why do you want to take somebody to a car shop and buy him a car? So that when your car is bought, you can call him to bring the car. <laughs> Sometimes they bought a phone for somebody and the person never called. <laughs> and I said, ah. You see, as you give, if you don't take time, you will feel entitled. It's a natural feeling that only givers understand. Yes, sir. Stingy people don't understand this message I'm preaching. But if you're a giver, you understand. Even those who are into relationship who have given a lot, they too, they understand this message. Or they don't understand. If you understand, clap your hands for God. I have done things for people and I've seen God open doors for me. You will do things for people and you see God open doors for you. Because that is the rule. If you pay somebody's ticket today, even if your ticket is not paid today, your children's ticket will be paid tomorrow. That is the golden rule. That is how things are done. If you serve God in the house today, don't think that you are doing it for Danidoku. You are doing it because God, who is the God of favor, that can cause men to give back to your bosom, will cause men to do things for you. Fear somebody whose father serves in the house of God, whose mother is a prayerful person. They are doing things for God. Never follow such people to cause mischief. So if you, your mother is not a chorister, your father has never ushered in church. Hey, I'm stepping on some stones. Eh? Your father has never played drum in church. Your father has not parked car. Your parents have done nothing in church before. And you to your pocket, you are, you are, 
you are stealing from your own life. Because what you sow today for the church of Jesus Christ, God will cause, it is men that God will cause, God will cause men to bring it back to you. Many people want to walk in prosperity, but they have not seen it. That what I make happen for this person, God will make happen for me. When you put that in your mind, that is the beginning of great favor. And you see yourself being favored every time. This week, you're going to, oh, clap your hands for God. You hear a message, you practice it. And every giver, if you don't take time, you'll feel entitled. So you got to put your mind together. You see people getting broken heart, especially the guys. When they get broken heart, then they go and take their pen. Hey, now Georgina Pan, why you say? Since three years, I mean, he's not calculating all the money I spent. Ah, you are blocking God's favor. You did it. Glory to God. God will also cause my body to do it for you. I see the things you have done, God is causing others to do it for you. This is your amen sound that you don't want it. The way you said amen is that you have not done anything for anybody before. What you are doing for somebody, God will cause it to be done to you. In the name of Jesus. Uh, if you if you bought something for somebody, God will cause somebody to do it for you. Can the amen be louder? One day, there was a time I had only one shoe. One shoe. And I went to church. I had only one shoe. The shoe was Burton. I bought it from Katamanto. Burton. It was a strong, solid UK shoe. Wow, this shoe did well for me. Hey, one day I sat there, I began to clap for the shoe. As, some shoes can help you. You will not see the importance of shoe if you have many. Especially if you don't have a car. They are shoes that oh, they will carry you everywhere. This shoe took me to every place. Everywhere. When we are playing games, that shoe is there. Everywhere. The, the shoe saved me. So, <laughs> one day, I came to church. I was just a young guy. I came to church. And I saw one guy. His shoe was not looking good. I divided my salary. My salary was very small. I divided my salary. I said, bro, go get yourself a shoe. Then he did. He got himself a shoe. Three months later, my shoe began to get tired. So there was a little opening there that I didn't see. And I went for a meeting, and one guy saw it. When we closed, he said, man of God, tomorrow are you free? I said, for what? He said, I'm free so that we can go get some shoes. I said, I'm free. <laughs> that was the first time somebody ever shopped for me in my entire life. I was 25 years. My first 25, apart from my parents, nobody had ever shopped for me. The guy took me to a boutique, Mira boutique, <laughs> and said, take what you want. And I wear only big size shoes. So the guy looked size 45, was looking for it for me. I picked this one. Then I picked another one. I said, two. He said, no, add more. I said, oh, two is fine, because to me, if I had one, 
<laughs> and there is another one. It means that I am good to go. Then he added another one. Four shoes. I said, Jesus, is it me? When I'm about to say, say, man of God, add some sets. I say, wow. This thing works. No matter how little money you have, do something for somebody. Sometimes sit in the truck and pay for a stranger. That is how one day you put your hand in your pocket and there is no money. And somebody say, I have paid for that guy. Because that is the rule. If you do it, God will make others do it for you. Is he a good one? Give somebody a half and say, this week I'll look for something and do it for you. By telling that don't take it too seriously. We are, we are, we are saying what man of God said we should say. <laughs> Clap your hands for God. Simple rule. Simple rule. If you serve others, God will cause others to come and serve you. That is the rule. But we are doing it unto God. We are not doing so that the people will come and do something for us. Because that is the rule. They will also do it for somebody and the person will not do anything for them. Sometimes you will reap where you have not sown. You always not reap where you have sown. Sometimes you reap where you have not sown. So the giver must guard his heart with diligence. So that whatever he does, one day I watched a video, the woman was, was angry with the church and came back for her tithe. Yeah. Yeah. I see now. I saw it then. Maybe Jimmy tight. Wow. Why? It is not her fault. I don't blame people like that. Because the idea of the giving at the time, she was thinking that she was contributing. It was not a gift. So so we just saw it there. She brought her tight book. She has kept all the record. Thank God we don't keep the record here. It will be cry any record now. <laughs> when I will see you pay this, I don't have it. The woman came and said, I paid this. I paid. The pastor has to calculate her tithe and give it to her. Somebody said, oh, look at it. We can all become like that. We can all become like that. So all we have to pray as we give, we say, God, hold my heart. Hold my heart. Let me do it as unto you. Because when I do it for somebody, you cause others to do it for me. Clap your hands and shout glory. Have I helped somebody? Give somebody a high I see you doing things for somebody. And you are not feeling too entitled over their life. Yeah. That is how it is, man. Because giving, giving can take your heart deep. Anywhere you, that, that Jesus even said it. Where your treasure is, that is where your heart is. Into Wakuma reduce the treasure. Luke chapter 16. Luke 16. Do you know why I'm saying this thing? Eh? Because God is going to raise Macarius people. Eh? When somebody is celebrating their birthday, you just dash him a jaguar. Amen. I feel there's so much unbelief in this place. 
we, we, we will leave phones and now give Jaguars. Yeah. It happened in other churches. So why can't it happen here? He said, ah, it's the ushers' birthday. And he said, I wish you. Hey, I said, we wish you. Hey, we did. Me too, Merry Christmas, Amano. Happy birthday, and I'm to I'm saying we wish you. Oh, maybe a spiritually, yeah, did Christmas. So the person will wish you happy birthday, happy birthday to you, happy birthday. We all come to church, we close your eyes by the time we go. He said, ha, ah, surprise. He said, Lexus E350. When they all say, hey, receiving the head, the papa. <laughs> so once you are clapping, don't see that you are the one receiving it. See that you are the one giving it. Yeah, clap your hands and shout glory. Yeah. I like the way these Christ embassy guys do this thing, man. Somebody said, they say, oh, I bought you a house. I said, ooh, bought a house for somebody for his birthday. Mm. Anyway, we are getting there as the matter. Let's stop all this card thing. And long test message. We are stopping in the name of Jesus. Okay, now we got to understand that birthdays, yeah, we are, uh, we have a mandate of celebration. I don't know, Mama, my attention. Don't we have a mandate of celebration? So because we have a mandate of celebration, this year, let's celebrate people's birthday well. Let's stop all this uh, long test message without momo, without anything. I don't know that people still buy card up to today. Huh? They still buy it. Tell them, don't, don't bring me card on my birthday. At least you can buy, you can buy me a gift. Can the amen be louder? Because what you make happen for others, God will make happen for you. And that is how prosperity and favor flows. Luke chapter 16, verse 11. Jesus said to his disciples, verse 11. I like the King James of this one. If therefore you... If therefore you have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, who will commit unto, unto your trust their true riches? And if you have not been faithful with that which is another man's, who shall give you that which is your own? And this is where many of us Ghanaians will fail. As long as it is not for us, we don't give it our best. But that is what the Bible says. Make it happen for your boss allow it's like you are helping your boss so that his business will prosper so that one day when you have your business God will make your business prosper you will steal from your boss because you don't want anybody to steal from your business so what you make it happen oh let somebody's dream come to pass when you make other people's dream come to pass God can let a total stranger make your dream come to pass anybody who doesn't receive financial miracles I can say that they don't really do things for other people. I may be wrong, but that is what I can say. It is my own saying. You can fight it or leave it. Because the Bible will never lie. Somebody say, Mom of God, you know the things that I have done for people. And they have paid me back in pain. 
that is normal. We got to normalize things like that. Because Jesus prayed for 10 people, one came. So that should let you to know the ratio of gratefulness in the world. If not, you can't help anybody. Because only few percentage of people are very grateful. Gratefulness is a, a matter of heart. Sometimes you can do things so much for people and yet they don't care. They don't, they don't, they don't, they don't give. You did it for me and so what? If you didn't do it, somebody else could have done it. It's not true. It's not true. Maybe nobody would have done it. Maybe. But you can't emphatically say somebody would have done it. So gratefulness is a heart. But appreciation is what you do after having a grateful heart. Because God is the only one that sees your grateful heart. Me, I don't see your grateful heart. You are saying that you are grateful. It is your appreciation. Appreciation is the physical things you do to show that really my heart is very grateful. So what you are doing physically shows that, oh, then this person is very grateful. You could be very grateful and never be appreciative because you didn't do anything physically to see. But I said, someone said, you don't know how great it's in my heart. Hey, God looks at the heart. I know they your heart inside. So, what you will do physically is what will show me that you are very, very, very appreciative. Can I get a very big amen? Can we take this to another level? Now, in a marriage situation, oh my God, where it is a covenant marriage, there are things that Bible obligates you to do. That you are the only person scripturally authorized to bring that to your partner. If you are not doing that one, you could lose favor. One day somebody came to me, so I was praying for him about a matter. And God said, this man, he's not even aware that he has neglected his wife for long. And that has, that small thing has blocked everything. You can see a small key, but that small key, don't underrate it, it can open big doors. So there are small things that can stop favor from coming because the two has become one. Now those of you who want to marry, I don't want to say this one. Can we have a mind seminar later? If you want to marry, you must be physically fit for the job inside. Because if your partner wants you and you are always not available, you are causing a breach of contract. And that breach of contract... <laughs> oh my God. This annoys you. You are causing a breach of contract. That breach of contract can cause you to lose favor. As simple as that is. But it is a small key that opens big doors. Can the amen be louder? Because it's like nobody can do that one for you. Because you are the only one authorized scripturally to do that particular one. I don't see somebody say, I'm very tired because somebody said, my wife in the house, go and make her happy for me. Ah. Will you do that? Oh, I didn't know. 
Am I, am I saying anything bad? Can somebody do that? Because it shows that you are the only one scripturally authorized to get that particular thing done. So if you are not doing that, what you are not making it happen for others, which is her or him, God will not make it happen. So you can see that it can close some doors. You pray about something and God himself is not answering. I know that somebody as we close this service, this is the part that you are going to discuss in the house. All the ones that I've said, this is the one and said, but the man of God said it. Enyemen Amika is there in the Bible. So when you quote, don't quote me. Quote the Bible. Can I get a very big amen? Shake somebody and say, hey, make things happen for others. Make things happen. That is how favor comes in. I don't like the way you are saying it. Give somebody another person a high five. Forget about that. Give somebody another high five and say, make things happen for others. Can I tell you something? No matter how much money you have, pay tight. Give it. If you're a student, give your tight. You're, you're doing it for your future. Don't say, I don't have If I take it, how much is it? Just take it out. Because if you don't take it out, you, you end up using it for something different. That will not benefit you anyhow. So you put in that, you put it into the hands of God. Then God can take that money, press it, running over. He will cause men to keep bringing back to you. That is the flow of finances. That is the flow of financial favor. I'm saying this because I don't want you to remain at the level you are. Amen. Amen. Lift your right hand and say, I will not remain. I will not remain. I see some of you, you want to remain. Say, I'm not remaining at my level. Say it again. So look at somebody and give you a high five. Say, hey, you are making things happen for others. So we got to practicalize this message. No matter your level, no matter your level, because that is the only way you are going to soar higher. So you're going to say the next 11 months, no matter what, let me look for an area that I can do something for somebody. And I'm not doing it because I need something back. I'm doing it because of the scripture. So that me too, things will be done for me. Is it possible you can do that one? If you are doing that one, clap your hands for God. Because I'm, I'm thinking of what I want to do. I'm praying through it. I say, God, if you give me one million Ghana cities, I'll put all into scholarships. That's what I'm praying for. I said, God, give me. Beyond, beyond the church. Because sometimes it's not easy to go to school. Because I, I've been there before. So if you give me, we'll put all into scholarships. So more people can go to school, have the sound mind to learn, graduate, and become somebody in life. And when I do that, oh, God also let it happen for my children. And my children's 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 children. Clap your hands for God. Do you know that some of you are enjoying of the things your parents did? Yes. Some of you, some doors are open for you. You have not prayed because of something that somebody did. Your father probably may not have enjoyed it personally, 
but you have entered into that season of the harvest and you are enjoying it. If there's nothing like that for you, you do it for your children's children's children so that they too can enjoy what God is doing with you. Can the amen be louder? I see you, you not take this message for granted. You will do more and more and more and more and more and more. I'm closing on this. Never build any relationship based on money. The most miserable people in this life are those who build relationship on money. Because people forget. People's mind will change on things. It's not because you did something for somebody, their preferences will change. No. So don't build relationships based on money. Learn to dialogue. Learn to build healthy relationships. It's easier for people to like you because of what you do for them. It's very easy. If you do more for me, it's easier for me to like you. But don't build a relationship based on money. Let us build healthy relationships. If the person needs help, fine. But the relationship shouldn't be based on money. If not, you will become very, very miserable. You realize that all the people around you, they love you because of money. The day your money finishes, nobody will be there for you. So learn to build relationships intentionally. Why am I doing this? What is the essence of doing this thing? I'm doing it because, number one, my heart is being moved by God to do it. Number two, I see a need that I can meet. So I'll meet the need. Anytime you see a need that you can meet it, meet it. Because that is why God is giving you money. That's why God is giving you blessings. Because money is a tool to help others. It is not mainly for us. So somebody will think about me and my family. Me and my family, people, they don't go anywhere. Nobody will do anything for their family. Their children will grow. And nobody wants to help their children. Because all they cared about for was me and my family. But if you learn to go beyond your family, you are sowing things into the future. That will definitely come back to you. Oh, can the amen be louder? I have seen favors upon favors upon favors. Anytime my, my account dry up, God will let... And it's not because I'm a preacher. I don't say that. Some people think that if you preach, it means that people will give you money. No. I know preachers that people don't give them anything. Because they themselves, they don't even pay tithes. One day a pastor came to me and said, I don't know why I'm struggling. I lay hands on him and say, you don't pay your tithes. He himself doesn't pay tithes. Because he thinks that he's there to collect tithes. But the principle is for everybody. He got to learn. I, I have to learn to give. I give, I give and give and give and give. Almost every time I'm still giving. Why? Because that is the channel that God will do so that others will keep reading. God will put you on the heart of people. You'll be there. Somebody doesn't know why he's thinking about you. This week, somebody just came to mind. I said, oh, I don't want to give this person any money. I don't want to. I wake up, the person is on my mind. I wake up, the person is on my mind. I wake up and say, I look at my mom's balance and say, I just transferred it. He said, ah, you were thinking about it. I said, no, it's not like that. It's God. So sometimes God can move people. That is why this year, because of the kind of favors that are going to be coming, you'll be moved by God. And God will move others through to you. Because this year, Sika will be kind of a very brutal. Women and so many people. Give somebody up and say, you will count, you will count more money. Therefore, learn to do things for people. Lord. 
I was just a student, I said non student, after school, working national service. I'll divide my salary, help others. I'll buy lunch for others. I bought lunch for the whole staff before. I said that. One is one said, ah, you get so much money. I said, I don't have to have so much money. Sometimes your workplace you said that this particular time you are buying lunch for all the staff. One said, the staff at my work, they are a lot too. At the time where I was, they were 20. I bought it. I bought it. I bought it. And I've seen people give me favors upon favors. And when you learn to do this, these are practical messages. These are, you see, I told that Ghanaians like praying. If I say we should pray about finances right now, the money is coming. But then you are not doing the principle. So I would rather do the principle and pray 10 minutes or 15 minutes over the principle and I'll get the results. Oh, it's not a good one. Give somebody, shake somebody and say, hey, hey, hey. Money is coming into your life. Favors are coming into your life. As long as you are in the Macarios. Favor on your left. Favor on your right. Because you are making things happen for others. Yes, clap your hands and say, yeah, yeah. Did it, did it, see. Say, I have humanity at heart. I have humanity. Say it again. Make it happen. Even with your children. You don't need your children's love. I don't need my children. I don't need their love. At their age, they don't know what love is. So if my children tell me that they love you, I know what they are talking about. It's because I bought them things. So that they love you. You are the best. But when I whip them, I'm not the best. But that is actually when I am actually the best. Because I don't need them to love me back. At that age, they don't know what love is. Their future is more important to me than the love that they have given. So sometimes parents are not able to discipline their children because the children will frown their face. Is it your face they are frowning? Let them frown it now so that in future they can smile and know that daddy invested some discipline into my life. Can the amen be louder? Your mentor is not the one that is supposed to cheer you up. Your future is so important than you for to him. Your friends can congratulate you and say, hey, hey, hey. But your mentor will say, no, this is the way. Because your future is more important to him. I see you making things happen for others. May you receive gloriously an awaited harvest that is yet to hit to you. Father, let the windows of heavens be open now upon him. I declare it and let it be so. Clap your hands for God. Now I'm coming to share more stories than I close. There was a guy I knew. He said when his pastor wanted to travel every time, he would pay the plane ticket back to back. He didn't have money. He was a young guy. Back to back. Back to back. Back to back. Today, he's building a filling station. And he's building a filling station. And he gets stuck and people come in and they want to help. Alaji came and said, no, you finish this, you ain't seen me say. You ain't seen me say. That's free consultation. Do you know how much Mr. Mo will charge you for showing, <laughs> for showing you how, how you should do it? No, the guy has been building filling stations. When we were ready to fix in the tank, he brought people to do it for him for free. 
That is how he sought favor and therefore he's gaining favor. Can the amen be louder? Ask somebody, what are you sowing? What are you sowing? What are you, what are you making it happen for others? Whose dream are you making happen so that your dream can be made happen? 